have a music. I have a musical. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Trey, I told oh, you you no. should do one. Oh my god, did you really? Of course. I'm so excited. I encourage you to which save, of, which, save your applause and jeers for the end. Which please. of us has Ponfar? I'm gonna have to uh, see. I can't do it without the music, but I'll have to just imagine the music. What do you need? Is it the Figaro? What was it? I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's enough. Enough. Wow. Welcome to our podcast. We're gonna have a blast. Caitlin, Jake, Chris, and Ames. We are your host today. Doctor commands the bridge, but his fanties are cringe. (laughs) <laughs> then Paris buys a ship and a toxic relationship. <laughs> Doctor is dreaming. Tom Paris creaming. <laughs> it's so very codependent. Bum ba ba bum ba ba. It's codependent. I've been neck pinched. This has been the shortest episode of A Star to Steer Her By ever because we're stopping there. Because I don't know how the fuck we top that. Yeah, it's not going to get any better than that. Yeah, that's it. Turn it off. Well, anyway. <laughs> let's just jump to the blogtivity. What was it again? Dreams. Uh, anywho. Yeah, so as you may have figured out by that intro, this is Star to Steer Her By. Actually, that wasn't even mentioned in the intro, so I guess you wouldn't have. But anyway, my name is Jake, and I'm joined today by... Chris. Ames. And Caitlin. And today we're going to be talking about two episodes of Star Trek Voyager. That, of course, is going to be Tinker, Tenor, Doctor, Spy. That's four episodes. That's true. (laughs) And Alice. So, yeah, uh, just to start us off here, in Tinker, Tenor, Doctor, Spy, the Doctor is giving a, a lovely performance in the mess hall, and everyone is enamored of it until, uh, it, so much, in fact, that Tuvok becomes emotional, starts crying, and then um, and is in, in, in the horniness gets to him from watching the doctor, and he uh, just spontaneously ponfars right there in, in the mess hall, and it's, mess hall is aptly named. Oh. Um, but then it turns out that this whole thing was just the doctor's daydreaming, and he's actually just hanging out in sickbay, and that's the deal. He's got, uh, he's been, he's added to himself a daydreaming day, day program. Yeah, and he just occasionally wanders off into to these little uh, flights of fancy, fantasy. Flights of fantasy or flights of fancy? Fancy. Heard fancy. fancy. Yeah, flights of fancy. We'll go with that. Fancy flights. Um, meanwhile, uh, the Voyager is being covertly surveilled by these walking, talking turd men. Oh, wow. Why were they designed like that? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, they were ripping off Doctor Who, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Were they actually? Well, they... Not, not that sure, I know I'm of. sure not intentionally. They look like those things from Doctor Who. They yes. do, yes. Pota- I hate them. The shit men. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Too much like the pack lids. But, I kind of thought more, that but too. But more competent, like bureaucratic, as opposed to just dumb. Yeah. And well, more, and more. Uh, I thought uh, adorable. Yeah, they were. I kind of uh, loved them yeah. a little bit. Oh boy, I have, I have but things anywho, to say well, about anyway, them. Anyway, we, we'll get to all your things. Uh, so but first, things. when we finish the intro. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it turns out that these guys are up to no good. What they do is they spy on passing ships, and if the ships have things that they want and that they can extort stuff from them they will you know basically they're pirates that's it yeah and uh oh, so they spy God. the voyager and they're like huh that's a pretty tempting target but like it's not an acceptable risk but then the bureaucrat guy that kind of does the spying is 
somehow he taps into using some kind of thingamabob into the Voyager's computer and manages to get a feed from the Doctor. But of course, he doesn't get the Doctor's actual feed. He gets the Doctor's dreams, his daydreams. So he's watching the Doctor, and he's the Doctor, of course, is imagining himself as a total fucking badass. He's the emergency command hologram, where he can like take command of the ship and sprout pips out of his collar. Everybody men, loves him. He's he's the women are all the women dropping their panties. Yeah. Men, men want to be him, and women want to be with him. Pretty much. So it's like it's it's like the doctor's like most ridiculous fantasies, but this guy thinks that they're real and that they're actually happening. And then the doctor imagines that he destroys a Borg sphere with his photonic cannon that he invented. The aliens are like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll 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 go try to extort these guys. Then eventually, the the turd man realizes that <laughs> oh shit. Uh. <laughs> oh me I am the turd man I am the walrus <laughs> <laughs> you got it you nailed it um, so anywho uh, he, he realizes that he's watching the dream so he, he downloads himself into one of the doctor's dreams so that he can warn the doctor like listen we're going to attack you and I'm going to get in trouble once they realize that none of the shit that I said was true because it all is based off of your bullshit dreams. So can you just like play along? Like I'll tell you how to beat us, but like just kind of play along with the game. So that's what they do. Janeway agrees to let the doctor pretend to be the captain so that when the aliens attack, he can confront them. And of course, at first he's very nervous about it because he's way in over his head and Janeway's like talking in his ear telling him what to say but of course he doesn't listen and then finds his groove and pulls a Corbomite maneuver and tells the aliens that he's going to fire up the old uh, the old photonic cannon and that scares them enough into retreating and they re- and they do and they retreat yeah and that's uh, that's and then the and then basically everyone's like you know what even though we saw your deepest darkest fantasies and how f- much of a fucking creep you actually are we still like you doc because you know everybody has creepy fantasies sometimes Jordy Barkley Barkley <laughs> yep so everyone has creepy Kirk. <laughs> everyone has creepy fantasies sometimes they just normally don't you know have them violated by their crewmates for no reason yeah well there was a reason he did piss poor reason I mean Belana makes an excuse for it yeah like it, that that's i was thinking about this in comparison because it's kind of inevitable do it like the reason this is different from the barkley thing is barkley was making holodeck programs yeah and that's weird and wrong doc was having daydreams which are weird and creepy but daydreams and they decide we're gonna go watch them like no that's not okay and like the flimsy excuse was, oh this one comes up a lot, so it'll be easier to isolate. It's like, no, this is just wrong. I hate it. Yeah, it was a thin excuse to basically have Seven watch herself being painted in the nude so that people could see how awkward it is and Chris can cringe. Oh, so much. But Harry oh. had a fucking huge, oh, God, huge erection Harry. for that. Scene. Harry's face in that, like, Garrett Wong, to his credit, really yeah. just had this face on of just like, oh, God, um, this is weird. Seven seemed completely unflustered. Of course she was. Now here's the thing about that scene. So when we do, when we see the the other drawings, Seven's naked, but she has no nipples. She has no. It's, it's he's only worked on the face. The body is just and a big hands. outline. The hands too. And, oh well, they made, they made a because, con- comment yes, about he's the hands. quite good at the hands. Yes. Well, I'm yes. wondering if so. Obviously, in the holodeck, there was because there's projecting the fantasy. We could see that there was a naked Seven there. Now, do you think she was just 
a Barbie yeah. doll. Yeah, was she a Barbie doll? Like maybe not based on Harry's like, face. Like does the doctor just like censor automatically? Maybe the holodeck does. Maybe it no. just puts black bars Abs- on everything. Uh, the, the holodeck absolutely does no. not censor no, everything. No. And also, EMH has seen it all because he did build most of her body. Well, for her. that's what I said. He's their physician, so Harry's there going like, "Well, it's different than how I pictured them," but he'd know. <laughs> I did like, though, that the part he likes more than anything is Pip spontaneously appearing on a collar. He's a big nerd. He just really wants a promotion. Yeah. Oh, Harry does. Yeah, because he says, this is the part I like. And it's right before he switches over and the Pips appear. Yeah, which I I always, I find that scene very funny. Yeah, that seems cute. I also think this makes Robert Picardo the only major Trek actor we see in all three department uniforms. That's true. Yeah, I did read mm. that. If there are others, they didn't name them on Memory Alpha, but they used the one of the people who won all three uniforms. I'm like, but who, but who else? Because I can think, like, we've seen Picard in red and blue. We've mm-hmm. seen Riker in red and... I yellow? Thomas Riker's in yeah, yellow Tom, when they first Tom rescue him. Wears Data wears red once. That's right, he does. I uh, about Jordy that. started in red and changed to yellow, That's, as, as yep. in Worf. Yeah, yeah. Sulu, I think, was in blue That's once. true, yeah. The, I think and in then the yellow episodes. and then red, because he went to... Oh, shit, you're right, because in the Mirror Universe, he wears red. Oh, well, I was thinking about when he's captaining... Well, that, but that's a different uniform, though. Those ones don't oh, have the oh, departmental oh. colors. But you're right, because of the Mirror Universe, mm. George Takei we also see in all three. There you go. Good for him. Well, you get good company to be uh, listed up something like that that only George Takei has also done. Those were words that didn't make sense. Hey, we gave you them for that. Wow, do you? <laughs> that's good. But yeah, I think... That... I spaced out. <laughs> wow! <laughs> all I was saying that you were in good company to also be one of the only people and that the other person is George Takei. Oh, and Bev, Did we you also... you listen s- that time, Ames? Ames is like, who are you? <laughs> We also see Bev in red, I think, in All Good Things, and Captain right, Bev right. Picard in the future yeah. there. Well. Yeah, anyway. riveting uniform discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I often bring, have. I bring the best stuff to the table. Coffee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, our what funny I... little alien friends. Unless, oh, wait, no, you first. Okay, damn it. Why, what? We've gone, we've, we're going backwards. I want to go back, because, you know, it's forgivable for the Doctor to have daydreams. Yes. Is it? Because I remember a couple of weeks ago in Latent Image, he was he was basically admitting, like, we should never expand my programming ever again because bad things happen and I can hurt people and blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly, without telling anyone, doctor, he decides to expand his programming and I'm here flipping all the tables in the house. I mean, oh, here's the thing. It's okay for him to have daydreams. But yes, he should have gotten help with this. Because, like, I said that. It's like, asshole, did you not learn from the time you Dr. Jekylled yourself? Right. If you want to expand your program, that is fine and admirable. But for the love of God, get an engineer in the room with you. You are, just because you are a computer doesn't mean you're a programmer. Mm. Don't you feel like Bolana would just be really judgmental? If you well, yes. there you wanted to. Go to someone that's not her. <laughs> well, go yeah. to Harry. Go to Vorick. Go to Kelly. Don't go Kester. to What's his name? Kerry. Kerry. Don't go to Vorick. Don't go to Vorick. Don't go to Tom. Yeah, if you go to Vorick, then it will all be fucking Bolana sex. Uh, yeah, fantasies. and that was the other thing. Like, sure, we all do sex fantasy stuff. We all think things every so often. And if someone were to spy on you, you'd be like, that's a little little uncalled for. The fact that he has sex fantasies about every single female crewman 
just speaks to me of the writers being fucking horn dogs. Oh, yeah, no, like, I blame that entirely on the writers. It feels very wrong for the Doctor. Oh, wait, but wait, because Minoski, because of course this is a Minoski, who who loved writing this episode because it was just, he called it uh, Five Days of Script Writing Paradise, and he goes to Picardo. Picardo just seems like such a fucking skis sometimes, and I judge him a bit for it, but I still love him. So Minoski goes to Picardo and says, what, what do you think the Doctor's fantasies might be? And Picardo is the one that introduced the Drawing 7 scene, and I'm unhappy with him about it. So here's the thing. Like, I'm unhappy with that scene, don't get me wrong. If his fantasies mostly revolved around her sexually, for his, if he has to have sexual fantasies, which he doesn't have to, but we know these fucking producers, it would make sense for Seven because he's already shown he's kind of was developing feelings for her. Mm-hmm. Janeway and... Torres make no sense. They make no sense. He doesn't have it any... Just, it just makes him seem like he, he will have any woman who will well, I think, give him but, the time so, day. I, see, I, I, I guess I read it more like it speaks to his prowess as a man, right? That, like, it's not necessarily that he wants to bang Janeway and Torres and Seven. It's that he wants them to want him. Yeah, he actually turns Bolana down. Yeah, then uh, Tom waves at her awkwardly. I love that. That little goofy Tom. That was the best McNeil moment I've seen. That's like the best two second cutaway. Yes, that was excellent. It's less about because he like this. I would say that the fantasy is really only overtly sexual with the drawing seven scene. Yeah, whereas the other rubs Janeway's bottom. She grabs his hand and puts it there. That was deeply upsetting. But, yes, it was. Whereas, like the uh, like the other scenes, I think Torres are... does a lap, foot lap. That's true. Foot lap. Um, damn it! But I think they're more about him He's being the same. object of other people's desires, which is something that would make him feel good. Why not Neelix? Well, his singing was so good that it uh, gave. Tuvok a Ponfar. Yeah. So he's clearly like open to all comers. <laughs> yeah, because like really, like if you look at the themes, even in the non-sexual ones, the theme is always look at how awesome the doctor is. Yeah. He's so amazing. He's the best singer. He's the best artist. He's the, the he's a sex machine. The he, doctor he's a brilliant inventor. The doctor Tactician. is writing really bad self-insert fanfic. He's he's making himself a Mary, a Mary Sue. Sue. Yeah. yeah. And like and I think that it works. Uh, I just could have done it with less women. Yeah, I just find it disgusting. Not and not necessarily because those instances do show the doctor needs attention all the time, kind of thing. But mostly because I'm disappointed in the writers that they had to make all the women yeah. the sex objects yeah. now. Yeah. Well, like, but, it, but if Jake's theory is true, it's actually the doctor who is the sex object. <laughs> and we've turned sexism over on its head? Nope. Sadly, we haven't because we touched Janeway's bottom. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the idea is necessarily that the doctor wants to bang all the women. I think that he wants all the women to want to bang him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still like, it would have been better, like, have just Bellana being very impressed by the photonic cannon. She Instead was, of his she pho- did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I knew get it. it. I get it. Uh, Good job. I mean, I guess he is made of photons. True. So when he... Weird. Anyway, what were we, what were we just talking about? Uh, I don't know. I want Jake the, to sing the more songs. cringiness <laughs> of the fantasies. Yeah. So yeah. cringy. I think that's why... Because I, I, I knew this was going to be a fun episode. There are some good, fun moments there that are. I really like. There's a lot... Of, I looked on one really good line. Where did I put it? Da, 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 da. Okay, over my dead program. Yeah. Great fucking line. Good fun stuff. 
It's that it's fun, but also the cringiness that like, refused to let me have fun. Exactly. That yeah. I yeah. wanted to have a that more kind fun, of fun than I had. Yeah. I will say though, and, and less unless they establish otherwise, hologram Janeway exists specifically because of him. Hologram Janeway in Prodigy. Aha! This is an extension of them working oh, on funny. an ECH, an okay, actual that's funny. one. If she just built it, she said, okay, we'll build you an ECH, but it's just going to be me. <laughs> that all alone. So while, me, while most of the, the women in the episode... The women! The women! The women. <laughs> we haven't had the women so, yeah, in the while. Most of the women in the episode uh, kind of became sex objects for those scenes. I feel like the one woman in the cast who was having the best time was Majel. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That was amazing. Because yeah, when the you know the, the warp core breach happens and you know time last to chance hero. to be her be a hero. Time get going. Time related. <laughs> oh time remaining, not nearly enough. <laughs> oh Majel, what a treasure. I know. She was excellent. This is why I still want her to be the voice, even if they have to just even if they have to pull a Princess Leia in whatever the last freaking movie was where they just kludge in all lines they already have. Yeah, because haven't they formally hired a new... I think, yeah, I believe they have, because I think I made a comment before saying, saying like, why isn't it Majo? Yeah, I think I heard the they, they, have... they I thought they made the library of her voice sounds Supposedly. for this reason. Probably the technology's not quite there, though. Yeah. Maybe that never are... stopped them before! <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, eventually they'll have, like, like, with what they're doing with AI art and things like that, I'm sure it won't be long before yeah. they'll be, like, AI able to reproduce any any voice. Yeah. Yeah, we're never cool. going to see real actors in our life. I mean, there's so much. There's so considering the you know almost 300 episodes of our show, there's got to be enough data there to train an AI model to replicate any of our. I don't voices. know. There, it would be impossible to get the wide variety of Chris laughs. <laughs> it would be really fun though to like load all of our episodes into an AI and see if it could make an episode of this show. Oh, it, it would. It would just. Just delete itself. Yeah, it'll be just <laughs> too many poop jokes. People talking over each other the entire episode mm. long. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know much about how AI model training works, but I do. Yeah, I, I imagine it involves like just giving out a bunch of training data. So if we had transcripts of our episodes, nope. <laughs> See, that's that's why his daydreams are so horny because it's an AI trained thing. It went to the internet, and even in the twenty fourth <laughs> century, the internet's all porn. Especially in the twenty fourth century. <laughs> Oh, God. I um, Was that this one? There was one point where Jerry Ryan did an amazing smug smirk, but I forget what it was. Oh, she's that... so good at those. She is. She is. She just... She was the least embarrassed of anyone, ironically, by the whole disaster. That's good. Everything is, everything is just logical to her. Yeah. Even Tuvok, I think, was more, more not at ease with all of this. Before we move on and talk about the hierarchy, because fuck that, uh, one one last note I wanted to bring up, and that was that this episode was originally conceived as a Neelix episode called The Secret Life of Neelix, and it would have just been aliens doing a, a altered perception kind of a thing mm. in which he's the one who's getting these kind of daydreams, but it's alien-derived. I wonder if that line he says about where the Talaxians believe dreams come from oh, yeah. is a remnant of that. The dream dreams the dreamer. That was a nice line. Yeah. Sort of a... I, yeah, so I, I mean, it's obviously a reference to The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and that's a very similar, this just very... Or, like it's more even even more so than the doctor because it's like just this ordinary dull mm. office worker guy who goes into these crazy fantasies. I want to say it's either a short story or a novella. It's not terribly long. I read it 
in high school, I think. I imagine that was probably the intention oh, yeah. there. But yeah, I, I could see him having weird little, you know. Why do you want me to stroke your whis- or tug your whiskers? Mm. Well, <laughs> I forgot about that. If only I could. But yes, the hierarchy, who look an awful lot like Doctor Who's Santarans. And es- even more like poops. Yes. Yeah. Especially the slightly taller variant. Because there's they they often have these very dome-shaped heads, but a couple times, like during the sixth Doctor and the Jody Whittaker Doctor, because the numbering has stopped making sense. Um, Infinity Doctor. They 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 wind up with sort of narrower, slightly taller heads that look a little more like these guys. But there's sort of a cute pudginess to these guys the Santarans never have. That's true. I need to make a stupid joke, and that's that the female Doctor only gets up uh, to be 0.7 percent of the other Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> she did get fewer episodes than her predecessors. But she did get three years, which is the standard. Yes, it is. <laughs> Actually. But yeah, I did, I did look to see if, like, you know, anyone had referenced in. Aside from people online being like, I kind of like Santarans. As far as I can tell, there was no no intentional reference, like, uh, the time they hid the names of previous Doctors Who in an episode of TNG. Well, I mean, so the thing is, if I recall my Santarans from Doctor Who, it's been, it has been a while since I've seen it, but I recall that they're like a race of soldier kind of people they're they're racist soldiers they're they're all clones too Mm. like they have a few different batches to justify why there's so many different actors but yeah they usually have the same two or three if you see a face because they also have these big goofy helmets but like they try to keep it limited to the number of actors but yeah they're a clone race of soldiers that wear sort of big black armor that is visually similar to but different from these hierarchy outfits which are a little more like you know they're not armor they're kind of suits but yeah what i I see i think i find interesting about the hierarchy here is that like they are militant in the sense that like they're going out and attacking other ships but they pick and choose which ships they attack to only attack those that they know that they can or that or that their computer who the fuck were they getting orders from i think it's it's some sort of like landrew was everyone just voting I imagine, like, either either it's a... I, I like kind of that we don't know what it is. That it's I, just sort of like this unseen... The hierarchy. Hierarchy that dictates what they do. See, it didn't even occur to me it might be a supercomputer. Because I, I don't... So the thing is, I maybe have been slightly... Almost because I've been playing a lot of The Outer Worlds lately. Which is a uh, sci-fi dystopian game where, like, everything is owned and run by corporations. Mm. And, all, and there's the board that they keep referring to that runs How everything. How can you even call that science fiction? That's just... Well... But so, of course, because that's kind of where my mind has been, my thought was just, yeah, they're sending messages to a bunch of guys around a table somewhere. It's like, oh, ship three said this. They go, oh, yeah, I... But yeah, I suppose it could very well be a, be a computer yeah, see, I in ass- Star Trek mold. I assumed computer right away because no bureaucracy would give you an answer that quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Good point. Yeah, there's a great description of in the script. The first description of the hierarchy when we see them in the script is, these are high-tech spies, but nobody here is James Bond. They're more like office workers, cogs in a vast alien bureaucracy that we'll come to know as the hierarchy. I mean, the thing is, that's actually closer to real-life spying than <laughs> James Bond. Yeah. Like, a lot of real-life spying is people in offices doing as much as they can remotely via wiretaps and information drops and yeah. turncoats. Yeah, and informants. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's actually one of the more realistic views of espionage. And sometimes they just launch balloons. Yes, yes, topical when uh, this is being recorded. No, but no longer topical. <laughs> but yeah, I, they're kind of like, it feels like 
if the Ferengi and the Vulcans got together and decided to be pirates. Because mm. it's like... There's a lot of pirates this episode. We want your stuff, but we want to get injured as little as possible. Let's be logical about this. Yeah, it's like... We've been, all, we've been watching a lot of Deal or No Deal lately, and it's like, when you when they come up with the offer, it's like, the offer that's going to make the most sense for your situation on the board, do you take it or not take it? And the answer is usually, fucking take it! Yeah, yeah. nine times Idiots! Idiots. Yeah, morons. But yeah, they're, they're an interesting little thing. I don't, do we ever see them again? I don't think we do. I know that I there's, I know they're at really? least referenced again, okay. like, but not as the hierarchy. I think in, in the future they're called, like, observers hmm. or some shit. Okay. I think we, see, I think we do see them. Okay. Well, I hate. Well, because I don't think of them as the hierarchy. I think of the hierarchy as being whoever's giving them the answer. Well, yeah, I just for lack of anything else to call them. Yeah, we don't get. Other yeah, but I mean, like, them. imagine it's like maybe they're not a monoculture either. Maybe it's mm. just that these guys, this group, is the piracy wing, or they they just work for the hierarchy, which is a, mm. which is a corporation, and yeah, like, you know, maybe mm. there's other people who do other things. Like we always, because Star Trek has taught us this, we always assume that. Yeah. When we see one group of aliens doing a thing that all of those aliens do that same thing. Right. Like the Klingons and the Rhinos. Orions are all pirates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except Voyager has already kind of turned that on its ear a little bit with the Vidians. Yeah. And that we found out that, okay, yeah. And the Voth. There's Vidians that go out and... Uh, Commit yeah. horrible medical atrocities. Yeah. and then there's other ones that are like, no, no, we just, we're just like doctors and we want to treat our people yeah yeah or even the uh their attempts a few weeks ago to make the malon feel oh, yeah, a little more with our malon friend um, three-dimensional yeah Fezzik? i think it was Fezzik. Fezzik sounds like a thing we've heard recently Fezzik sounds like a muppet that's true too <laughs> but yeah we so we meet we meet our kind of like lowly intern kind of guy Flocks. I forget if he's even named in the episode, but it's not even important. His name is Flocks. Yeah. Is Isn't that a character in Enterprise? It yeah, is. It's, it's, their, it's, their, it's their medical officer. Is it's it very annoying. It's yelled yeah. the same way. Wow. It's very yeah. strange. Not very creative, these Star Trek. They're really not. No. I guess they're like, well, we never said it out loud in the episode, and nerds won't know. No, nerds know it is. The nerds know. Nerds always know. I mean, we Here. could just say it's the same guy, and he's falling on hard times after a few hundred years. Yeah. Here's the thing. There's only so many sounds you can make with humanoid mouths, so... Well, this More guy. slurping sounds, please. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Chewing noises like, for Chris Fox, later. Fox is a great name for an alien. So it I is. I can't blame him for reusing it. And here's the thing. I think this episode does something not terribly well. Not terribly, terribly successfully. In that, by the end, we're supposed to seem to sympathize with Flox because it's like he's like oh but doctor I want to save you because this was my fault and I don't want to and I don't want to lose face with with the hierarchy and we're kind of meant to think like oh yeah this guy he's being so nice we should definitely like be friends with him because he's the good one he's not the good one he's He's he he was the one who who got us to want to attack Voyager yeah, but I liked him immediately. Literally, two seconds in, I was like, oh, I like this the one. The thing is, like... Because he's like, oh, yeah, bitch, too bad I already asked the fucking hierarchy, and uh, they're on board, so... Like, it, it's interesting, because you're right, like... Inserts now. None of them are good, but they just make you dislike his boss so quickly that you're just like... I mean, of all the bad guys, you're the one I sympathize with, because I've I've had shitty bosses, too. Plus, I like his, his spunk. His chutzpah. Mm. His spunk is... Let's uh, let's attack other people and kill them. Well, yeah, but that's like his oh, job. No, but see, that's the thing. They, they, I, I don't think they do. They try him. to avoid it. It they, sounds they go, like they go through. They because all it sounds like their normal mo is to only pick on ships that they're you know have superiority to. 
Oh, because yes, because they want to take the stuff without a yeah, fight. They, they want to basically they, just be like, give us your shit. They fire a warning mm-hmm. shot and basically say, give us your shit or we'll fuck yeah. you up. Not just, saying that that makes them good people. No, no. No, and just hang out cloaked otherwise where I no mean, one's going to find like, I mean, it's kind of like, I know that we use the Corbomite maneuver in this episode, and it's a little bit like Baylock in the, mm. in the puppet, right? Like, yeah, they don't have a puppet, but they, they their bark is, is worse than their bite. Yeah, they're just professional extortionists. Yeah. Just yeah. like uh, the what's-its, the... Um, the group of really smart guys that make problems. Think tank. Oh, thank, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it. I don't know. I, I think, I, and I was, I brought up the Voth a second ago, and I think the Voth is more successful at making you want to sympathize with that race. Oh yeah, because Gegen, uh, for a Gegen from from that episode, name is gone. Distant origin. origin. Jesus, thinking, bringing out too many vocab terms from months ago. It never ceases to amaze me how many of these titles you remember. I have most of them on Star Trek timelines, <laughs> which really helps. That you know, he is a, a character who's also kind of subjugated, who wants to like you know pick, stand up to his boss, who's a meanie. And we see through connecting with him, as Chakotay does in that episode, that it's worth talking with this guy. This guy is just a fucking douchebag oh, yeah, who yeah. comes into the the doctor's dreams, fucks up the doctor's dreams a whole lot, and ruins everything. Yeah, I mean, again... Wait, it, so is it his fault that the dreams get fucked up? Yeah, they yes. mention that. It, it, it's, oh, it I missed that. Possibly. Well, they don't say for sure. It was like because he was tapping into the doctor's that, program, yeah. cause it to go haywire. I totally missed that. Thank you. I mean, hey, whatever the doctor needs to tell himself. Not I like him he's a bad now. programmer. Yeah. You, I can't believe you put all that weird sex stuff that my friend saw. <laughs> That's all fucked up. <laughs> that was his one <laughs> that was what we didn't see he was like alright I'll go along with your plan but can you tell my friends that I wasn't really uh, you know uh... but yeah obviously just for the sake of the story they needed one that we had to like not hate side with and yeah I think they did a decent yeah. job enough of just like yeah we've all been disagree hard well, so disagree. one thing I kind of think about he should have been fired because, because we're like introduced to the to hierarchy which sounds like a faceless bureaucracy it made me think a lot about the film Brazil, mm. uh, and you have like Tuttle, and, and like I've actually only ever seen like the first half. Oh shit! It's I've a, never seen any of it. It's a great film. It's it's on the very long list of things um, I really must get to one Chris of these Nolan days. Film? No, no a, God, no, Terry, Terry Gilliam. Gilliam. Is Daniel Craig in it? No. no. This is from it like is the eighties. Like, yeah, this is an old. Film. Oh, what am I thinking of? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> anyway, go on. Brazil. Sorry. Bureaucratical nightmares, like Kafka-esque stuff. Yeah, and like, you know, we don't know what real, you know, what really is going on, but like, you get the sense that, that he is kind of like this pathetic kind of man who's low on the totem pole, and, and like, this yeah. is an opportunity for him to prove himself and, and rise the, in the ranks. So I think, I think you kind of get yes they're they're bad guys no one's denying that and he did violate the doctor and no one's denying that but i think you root for him because he's sort of that everyman and you can relate to him yeah yeah uh, he also it, didn't meet, know he was tapping into yeah. the doctor's it's, it's less about like thinking he's great or a good guy and more about like okay yeah i can i can identify like caitlin said you know i've had bosses like that you know I'm stuck in in middle management, or I'm stuck behind in a cubicle, and I would love to to like stick it to my stick boss. Stick it to the man. I've recommended recommended destroying the Voyager on incorrect information before. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's about relatability and and less about. You know, I think as a person, that character is something a lot of people can relate to. You know yeah. what else is kind of funny? Because I brought out the Packleds ages ago. Mm. In that their design as just lumpy, shapeless things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm like egg egg creatures yeah makes you also i feel like 
underestimate them. Mm. So you're left thinking, oh yeah, this guy doesn't have power. I think he does have a lot more power than you guys seem to think. What do you mean? What power? Do you, what do you mean? He has the power to determine if we should, to, to, to suggest that we attack the Voyager so that he can get into people's good graces. Yeah, yeah. He is yeah, a fully, well, fully selfish character. Oh, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Again, they, he's from a group of, he's from a bad ship doing bad things, but relative to his shitty boss. But he's still, yeah, rel- relative to, to a bad man, another bad man is still a bad man. No, no, I We're know. not saying he's not a bad yeah, man. Yeah, no, we're not. We're just saying of the bad men, he's the one where, like, He's if rela- one of them he's has, a to, bad man. if one of them has to get one over on the other, I want him to get one over on his boss, not vice versa. Well, I don't, so we'll just have to disagree on that. <laughs> fair, fair. You're, you're not going to win me over to some asshole's side we're just not, because there are tra- other. We're assholes. not trying to win you over. You're trying to win us over. Tr- also, sure. Uh, one scene that that I I actually really liked, and I kind of hope I said this to Ames when we were watching oh, no. it. Oh God! The scene when they're in sickbay and the doctor has gone like his is. Oh, just totally lost it. Totally lost it. And, like, we can see... Neelix, you got me a cake. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the little scenes, all the little, like, scenes that we only see his half of. I was just saying to Anderson when we were watching, I was like, I hope they just let Rob Ricardo vamp in this, like, and do the cake thing. Just because it's, it's, I don't know, it was... I would rather see Neelix giving him a cake than Balana trying to give him a foot job. True. He was. She wasn't giving him a foot job. She was, like, I know, playing I a footsie. Know. But, he was just but doing a footsie. Janeway, Janeway gave him cake. Ugh. <sighs> <sighs> Good one, buddy. It makes me really, actually, really glad for one of few times that Kess is gone. Oh God! Because normally I'd be like, "Man, I miss Kess." Kess should not have been in this episode. No, thank God she wasn't. Now I know last week Jake wanted to make sure to get your uh, take on the intro. Oh yeah, as Jake, what? How did you put it? I think it's amazing. You think it's the best intro in all of Star Trek? Yes. Well, uh, I don't know about that, but it's very good. It uh, see the thing is I've seen this scene before, and I'm just like I don't I don't know. It's like it's oh it's it's I'm not sure if it's too goofy even for me. See what I love about it is that that is shocking. It Chris. starts it starts out, and it it doesn't like immediately tip its hand, and you're just like okay because we know the doctor yeah. sings yeah like okay. And, and like, uh, it's Star Trek, and they're, for whatever fucking reason, Star Trek has just decided that we're just going to always have music concerts happening on this military ship. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they even point that out in the, uh, what is it, the Honest trailer they did for the 30th anniversary of TNG. So many concerts. Yeah, there's always a concert going on, uh, or a play, or something. It's like fucking, it's fucking high school, you know? It really is. And so, Everyone's like, and, and like, and everybody's always at all of the recitals and stuff. So it's like, okay, we're just having another episode that opens with a fucking recital, and it's the doctor. And then, like, it it takes a little bit to kind of build to that point where, like, okay, everyone, okay, that's kind of a weird look that Seven is giving him or whatever. And then it builds up to the Tuvok thing, and then, and even then, you're still not quite sure. That yeah, we've seen Vulcan. Yeah, like brains. Oh, brain. maybe this week's a Vulcan oh, brain. Oh, yeah, brain this episode. is this is gonna be Tuvok's Pawn Far episode because you know we haven't had one. Right, and we'll probably do for one. If yeah, it's seven years. right. So like, okay, okay, now I know what this episode is gonna be. It's gonna be fucking Pawn Far shit. We had Vork. Now we get Tuvok. God damn it! And then the song happens, mm-hmm. and you're like. What the fuck? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why? What? Okay, this is a little silly, and and like, 
I don't know. I just I, I love that the, that they that they set it up in a way that it's like okay, this is this is totally how they would nor open the episode that involved two box pawn far, and then flip it on its ear, and then it and then the reveal that it was a daydream, and, and I, I I love what they did. I think it was really nice. But what did you think? It was new to you. Yeah, I wanted to ask Caitlin specifically. I thought it was funny. I was like, well, you I mean you watched me watch. I was like, oh okay, we're just doing. I'm and then you know like okay, we're doing opera. Oh, okay, Tuvok's crying. Well, I guess maybe Vulcans really like opera. Then I was like, wait a second, now he's mad? I was like, okay, this isn't really happening, is it? And Chris was like, no, it isn't. And well, I was like, thing. ah. We saw almost the exact same scene with Sarek. Oh, that's in true. Sarek. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but he was sick. Uh, I know, I know, but we saw the scene of him at the at the concert yeah. crying. yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. Which is like, it's it's like a, a direct parallel. That's, That's true. true. I hadn't thought of it. But yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I was like... <laughs> Look, however old he is, he's not old enough for Bendy Syndrome or whatever. You know that... Mm. Uh, have you guys Bendy ever seen... Syndrome. There's that gif or jif or whatever of that really curly-haired English guy who is reacting in the crowd and oh, like yeah, his the... first his mouth is open and then his mouth really drops yeah. open like that's how I felt listening to the lyrics of the song because mm-hmm. I was like oh Pon Far oh he's actually saying you haven't gotten any oh my and I just I don't know I thought it was fun I thought it was a it was a ride I enjoyed it it has been declared a ride wow uh... speaking of rides uh... Uh, anything else on this episode before we jump I'm not day do, daydream believing with y'all. What? So many song references. So many ah, song No, I didn't. Eh, too much. Too oh, much, you didn't like it. Too much goofy for me. Mm. I enjoy this one. And also, just in terms of the doctor, like, requesting a promotion for stuff he thinks the crew has done to him because he thinks people are rude to him well, when he's the rudest character on well, the yeah, show. Well, I think, yeah, I think Tom even says that. Like, he brings it on himself, you know, at, at, when they're talking about that. I think he was mostly complaining about Tom in that. Yeah, probably. Him and Tom are, you know. Well, he definitely he doesn't have a ton of respect for Tom, yeah, given, no. given the fantasy uh, scene with, with Bellana. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't that a fucking reaction? I know. <laughs> Is it just too a... short? Is it... <laughs> if I knew how to make them, I'd totally snag that. Do it. Find out. Find out how. I don't know. I thought EMH was being a little bitch for most of the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think... <laughs> little bitch. I don't think Janeway should have caved so easily and let him control the bridge. I don't know. I was never on board for most of this episode, and every so often something would tickle my fancy, like, you know, cute little lines or something. Tickle your fantasy. <laughs> Yikes. Make me daydream. Did I have any other actual notes? She's... Usually Ames cards like have words, but this time it's just I hate this, I hate this, I hate it's this. It's not, no. It's mostly actual notes and then over here in giant letters, too goofy. Oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> we need a picture of that for the for the Facebook page. Yeah, I kinda thought you I was I was wondering how you would like it and I thought, hmm, no. Probably not much. Well, especially I... if you're not on side with flocks like then the whole episode falls apart. Yeah, and I'm not on side with him. I i I think that EMH is just being a brat most of the time. I actually also got a little bit offended when the, the, everyone's going down for a an away mission. EMH doesn't get to go and he's having a sulk about it. Balana offers to yeah. go take some photos for him and he says, 
no, with the context being of you're not as you're not good enough to photograph anything for me. And then later, Neelix is going down an away mission. He and he asks Neelix to take photos for him, and I feel offended on Bolana's behalf. No, I don't think it. I think you're. I think you're reading that wrong. I don't think it was no. You're not good enough to take photos for me. It was. It was. No, you I'm, took I'm, me off of this mission. And now you're like, yeah, don't try take to assuage pity? me. Yeah, you're gonna take pity on me by pity taking photos. Pity photos? No, fuck off. This is no. It's Taurus trying to be nice for fucking once, and this is why she's usually so bratty. Well, right. Well, I think she was trying to be nice, but the doctor was not in a in a mood to to be. Coddled. Yeah, to have well, yeah, that's someone fair. be nice to him. But also, you can't be like, by the way, I've canceled your trip to Disney World, but if you'd like, I'll get you some ears while I'm there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I will say, though, not to... Take not, your ears and shove them up your ass, Balana. At the end of the day, who's probably going to take a better picture? Neelix or Balana? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I'm going with Neelix. Also, can Talaxian see ultraviolet? Ooh. Like, obviously the doctor can see whatever the fuck he wants. But he does mention if you're feeling creative, throw in some ultraviolet. So I wondered, can can he see a wider spectrum of colors? Oh, oh, does that explain his bonkers outfits? Yes, he's a mantis shrimp. Well, um, well, that's true. But also, like ultraviolet photography is a thing. Oh, is it? Like people do it. You can you can most cameras have an ultraviolet filter, or it's really an infrared filter. You can't hmm. more infrared than ultraviolet, but they have an infrared filter in front of the film. Sure. Because a lot of films like is sensitive to infrared. That makes sense. So what people will do is like remove that filter and take some really cool photos in huh. infrared. Well, oh wow! Yeah, Something maybe, like this maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, it looks really cool. So I'm assuming ultraviolet's kind of the same idea. This is what Neelix sees. Of course, I think <laughs> that's fucking sick. F- future me or future aims. Remember to find a link for Facebook. Oh god. I also think that. Um, yeah, ultraviolet. I don't think is done much because, like, we have UV cameras all over the place, and it's just like night vision cameras are yeah. just ultra or uh, ultraviolet. Anyway, yes, it's time to feed Tom's head. Um, yeah, um. feed my feed your head. Um, <laughs> How many more can we get in? One ship makes you horny. <laughs> one ship makes you dead. dead. <laughs> but the one that Belana gives you will beat you in the head. <laughs> anyway. Alright, so next up is Alice. And in this episode, we meet a friendly, a two, almost too friendly junk <laughs> dealer named Abaddon. I loved him. Oh, I liked him too. Um, he was almost, a, he was like if there were Ferengi in the Delta Quadrant. That was that, was this the same? But like actually charming. Hmm. Was he the same actor that played the fucking head of the uh, Tal Shiar? He is a Romulan one point Yeah, in we see him in a bunch of who's got, who's got, who's got Tubin syndrome. I don't remember if he's yes. that guy. Yes, is he, he is. Okay, he is so, that yeah. guy. He's also, I wrote it on the card, but you have the card. Let me see if I can remember. Uh, Ornithar, who someone, oh, was right someone here. who Quark did business with, who I remember us liking. Okay. Oh, yeah. he was Because the, he was also a smarmy salesman. Yeah, he was that. the guy. Yeah, he was the, the, the Tulaberry wine people. No. Maybe. No, no, he's... Not the people with the painted faces. Oh, but the, the, guy pe- actually... the people with the with the weird. Yeah, head. yeah, with the weird. He's also a recurring Sulaban in uh, Enterprise. Oh yes, Sulaban. Uh, alien, alien lizard men. We have They're made of foam. 
Anyway, we haven't gotten to them yeah, yet. Yeah, anyway, so this episode. So anyway, yeah, so this is an actor we've seen before. He's very good. Um, we'll see him again. And um, He'll look great. Basically, you know, he's like, remind me a little bit of the character, the, the AI character from uh, Arsenal of Freedom, where hmm. he's like a salesman. Oh, neat. And he's trying to sell them junk, basically. And he's got a lot of good stuff, so they buy a bunch of stuff, and they're bas- mostly just trading stuff, parts on Voyager for it. But Tom spies among the junk a little shuttle. Of course. And of course he's like, boing, 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 boing. I gotta get me some of that. So he convinces Chakotay to buy him the shuttle. <laughs> Dad, come on, it's low mileage. Can we get ice cream on the way home? Um This is like Brat Week, huh? It's yeah. so Brat Week. So, it's so bratty. So Chicote like, title. Especially me. Especially you. <laughs> Chakotay agrees to buy the shuttle just to get him off his back and tells Tom, like, okay, but you're going to fix it up and you got to feed it every day. So Tom, like, it's like another fucking Tom has a fucking project episode and he he does a goddamn another montage, Mm -hmm. fixing up the ship montage and complete with montage music. What I like about it is that Bellana knows that they're in a Tom has another thing episode. Yeah. She's like, every fucking time. Also, I wish that had been the music under Uh, the montage. You can recut it. Uh, (laughs) So anywho. uh, When you're making that gif from last episode. He gets the ship almost ready to go and then it turns out that the ship is a beautiful lady. What? Yeah, no. The reason he he's been so obsessed with the ship is because it's like drilled into his brain and it's appearing to him physically as a well he seals the actual ship but there, it also he sees like an avatar of the ship that is a a woman and it is strongly implied that he's been fucking that thing uh, in the shuttle bay the whole time yikes yeah and like you know it's weird it puts a strain on his relationship with balana because she's like you know, I want to, like, fly around in your little ship with you. And he's like, yeah, but I could just do it by myself. And, you know, I, I know how to do it better. And, like, I know my way around. And, like, with you, it's always kind of fumbly. And are we talking about a ship? What? Oh, um, God. So, um, <laughs> basically, it puts a big strain on their relationship. And as time goes on, it seems that, like, Tom's not just, like, obsessed with the ship. He's, like, obsessed with the ship. And then the ship's like, well, you know... You can just leave, cause like I got what you need, baby. You know what has Voyager ever done for you? I got the goods. I'm gonna. You're gonna fly me. You're gonna fly me so hard. <laughs> and basically, it seduces Tom, brainwashes him, and then like uses. What, what does not... Alice think about Torres? <laughs> oh, Alice is not a fan of Torres. Tries to kill her. You know, like you do. Turns the air off. A real, a real Christine. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, when Tom like, kind of has doubts about him, he's like, all right, you know what? Maybe this ship thing's gone too far. She's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to fucking use negative reinforcement. The carrot didn't work. Well, here's the fucking stick. Get in the fucking sex chair. <laughs> Fly me, you piece of shit. Fly me to the fucking moon. And, uh, and he does. And then they leave. And he plugs in and gets all tubed up. Yeah, that's gross. What's going on? Yeah, you know, have all those weird colorful. And we only saw the bit from, from like the chest oh, up. We don't know God. what else. Oh is yeah, going there on. was definitely a big dick tube. Well, oh. I mean, not that big. It's Tom. Yeah. Ayo. Um, so uh, yeah, so what? they fly away, and uh, and then the Voyager's like, shit. Well, the ship just stole our our pilot, so they go back to Abaddon. They're like, Abaddon, we want our fucking <laughs> Abaddon, money back. What the fuck? 
And he's like, well, all sales final, but whatever, fine, I'll come over, come over and talk to you. And then it turns out that he's also got stuck in his head a version of the ship personality, who's also a massive <sighs> bitch. So uh, they man- the doctor figures it out that it's like the ship's neural link that caused it to happen, and he fixes Abaddon, and then they manage to hack in to Tom's brain and Belana goes to try and talk some sense into him and mostly I, nag mostly nag yeah. him <laughs> and Tom's like man I'm having the time of my life flying this ship I'm having a great time I'm getting sucked off by the ship and <laughs> and then I get Belana here screaming at me yeah I think I will go back to Voyager come on Tom but yeah no it actually turns out that the ship was just trying to draw him in it was like a fucking it's another uh it's another whale another space Kinda whale type of thing where the ship just wants to get get back to its death place mm-hmm. and kill all humans <laughs> i don't know it was trying to get him to go to some sketchy place yeah the, the particle fountain or whatever yeah, yeah. Was, particle the, was, fountain, the, was the particle, particle fountain. fountain killing the ship why did she want to go there? I, I, I never considering when she went into the fountain it's she exploded. blew up yeah it's very strange i well, maybe, got very confused maybe what she her needed goal a was. pilot in order to fly properly into it, I don't know. I don't know. They I mean, didn't get into why. But like, why would she want to if that's maybe, what happens? Maybe that's. Well, see, I don't know. at the end of the day, this episode was a very subtle, super subtle metaphor for addiction. And really, at the end of the day, addiction only leads to death. Why so. would anybody do drugs? <laughs> well, you see, Wesley. That's actually, I didn't, somehow I did not make that connection, despite it being so super subtle and everything. Oh, yeah, no, see, for me, I was just like, my thing was I was sitting there going like, oh, my God, I get it. But well, I guess maybe I, it was just me. I, I actually also didn't you. get it. Yeah, I, so. didn't, I didn't get that at all. Because you kind of made, like, a reference after at the end, like, oh, yeah, like, this really super subtle. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, no, I totally read it as an addiction thing. Oh, wow. Mr. No, Smarty Pantalones I didn't, I didn't see here. any reference to it either. See, I, I felt like I, I was getting more just, like, codependent relationship out of it. You know, the whole... No, I like the addiction angle. That's yeah. actually... That actually makes it more interesting. Well, especially because, like, at first, you know, it feels good at first. It's great. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. This is actually kind of fucking up my life. Maybe I should... Yeah, and my relationship. Get away from it. But then it, it's it got its hold on you. And, you know... Huh. Yeah, no, to me, that's, uh, that's not what I thought it was definitely supposed to be. Shrug. I like it better that way, actually. So... Hey. Because mostly I've been just like trying to liken this episode to vis-a-vis the other Tom is constantly building a car episode. Yeah. And yeah. in that one, there was, he had no motivation in, in vis-a-vis. Like, nope. Everything that happened to him was because the episode needed it to happen. Yep. In this one, it was because he was mm-hmm. having his mind fucked with. And yeah. Th- because he was being addicted to, to this thing. So yeah. actually, yeah, this episode, more successful than vis-a-vis. Glad to Low help. bar, but yeah. still. <laughs> well, see, I think, I mean... If anything, I think the technology of the ship is very similar to the technology in the game. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's sort of it's it's addictive. It makes you come, and it ties into your brain, and that seemed to be what was going on with Tom too. I hated the crunching sound effect when Alice had her bra- her her hooks in his brain, and she was trying to drag him to the to go escape the ship. Mm. It was like, oh, I can feel that, and I don't like it. Yeah, this also really made me realize, like, kind of, I think, one of the problems with how this show handles Tom and Bellana is it has a similar problem to TNG and the O'Briens in that the relationship is almost only ever brought up. When things are going badly. Yeah. Like, it's that same kind of, it's not as awfully sitcom-y as TNG O'Briens. Or DS9 O'Briens. 
Yes. I think I feel like DS9 O'Brien's did their best to kind of course correct. Not um, much. No. no. Not enough. They never, never a good couple on that no, show. No, no, but they I feel like they tried a little harder. Like again, so much damage had already been done by TNG. But like it feels like a similar thing. It's like we're mostly reminded they're together when there's an issue. Well, there's only ever episodes when there's an issue, because otherwise you'd just be watching people going on with their day. But I mean even just like, you know, like it could just be a cold open kind of thing, you know? Just them just fucking because every time you see him, it's an just issue. fucking yeah. yeah. And you're just like, what do these two have in common aside, maybe from sex? Because like they don't seem to share any interests. Like I don't get why they're a couple. Hmm. I mean, it's a really small crew. Say slim pickings. That's that's what it is. She could do better. Could she? I mean, she's kind of a bitch, and she's got a bad temper. There and... are people who are probably into that. Boric. Nope. Yeah, and she's not interested in that. So she could so do that's... better. <laughs> but also, when he's not on the far, like a Klingon and a Vulcan, mm-hmm. like even less in common. On the far, I don't like that. Neither do I. Even well, as I said it, I was like, "That was bad." Hey, Let's I just push past that. I don't know though. Like, she's like really smart. She likes logical stuff. And if is she and Vorik or whatever were together, they both at least have engineering stuff they could. Yeah, but this means they just talk about work all the time. That's not a relationship. Seems alright. That's interesting because they they first hated each other well, because right. they both wanted Vines the same, the same job. That would almost make sense then that like they gained admiration. Yeah, but Carrie's not Plus one of they the main characters. Hate fucking. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's funny because I always just kind of accept Tom and Bellana w- work well enough when they're together. I can kind of see like yes, they complement each other a little bit. He tones down her crazy. She tones up his crazy, <sighs> and. I don't know, I, recently, when I was writing up our best and worst of season five's blog post, check it out on our Tumblr. Holy crap. I was basically writing how when in like something like 30 days, Tom is someone who has principles. Yeah. 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 Like Chakotay usually has principles. And when you see those principles coming out, that's when their characters are most interesting. Mm-hmm. And I can see someone like a Balana finding that attractive. Yeah. yeah, okay, I'll buy that. So, well, that the makes thing, sense. The thing is, I think that like, if this show had balls, they would have paired. They would have. They would have shipped um, Chakotay and Bellana and Tom and Harry. Ooh, but, no show has that much balls. But that would have made the most sense yeah. in terms of like yeah. who would have relationships. Oh yeah, because they're so cute together. Yeah. I would love to see Harry and Tom. Tom's dick and Harry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nailed it. He looks so unhappy. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? I'm grinning. That was fucking funny. <laughs> no, I'm always a little torn on like, on the one hand, more gay representation is important, but on the other hand, I also like, because I feel like just male, good male friendship isn't depicted enough mm. either, you know? Like, just guys who are genuinely really good friends. And it's like, yeah, what? We're just really good friends. Yeah. Well, that's why What's like, that's why like that? Miles and Bashir is so good. But so many people ship them in a sexual way. But no, way. no, they should. But they shouldn't. They should be shipping Bashir and, and Garrett. Garrett. Oh, oh yeah, no, they are. Like, that's the and sex- O'Brien and no. That's the sexual relationship. O'Brien and Bashir are platonic, yeah. close friends. Yeah, O'Brien and Bashir. Um, O'Brien and Bashir. Uh, Bashir and Garrick is like borderline canon. Like, mm. I, I don't think it would have flown in the nineties. No, 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 I, mean, totally. I, think, I think today would be fine. Well, um, and that's why those two guys in Discovery, whose names I can never remember, are clearly Stamets fucking. And- Culver. Oh no, not them. Stamets and Culver, I know about. I meant the 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 
the Asian bridge guy and the black bridge guy. Oh, if they're yeah. not fucking. Oh, Mason Price. I don't, I don't, oh, you, Thank know, you. you know their names. I don't know. I, I, don't, even, I don't. I don't even have them in timelines because I, I don't think they exist. I sometimes remember Reese's name. Sometimes. Hmm. But yeah, Alice. 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 Also, like, and I get it. There's budget. There's reality and whatever else. But like. They should have found money somewhere. Because if the whole thing is, look at how unique and beautiful this ship is. It's like, that is, that looks to be one of the early TNG shuttles with some extra bobs glued on. No, I mean, to me it looked like, because like, A, it had that fucking awful green color of 70s appliances. Well, that was Tom's doing. (laughs) No, it was like that when they found it. Oh, it was? He just, okay. I think it was already He just cleaned it up. Yeah, he washed it. Yeah, you can only polish a turd so much. But it just looked like another shuttlecraft. Like, Like, Yeah, it looked like a kit bash. No, are you kidding? Look, it's so beautiful. Can't you see how beautiful it is and the lines? I mean, the Delta Flyer looks better. (laughs) If they had made it more, it's it's the the eye of the beholder kind of thing, because... His mind is being tampered with. And Bellana looks at it and it's like, yes, Tom, it's definitely a shiny ship. Uh, that's the problem, though, is he's saying it's beautiful even before he's plugged into her. Yeah, but could it not be already reaching out to him psychically? Yeah, I yeah. somehow. Yeah. The, the he already song. knew. Yeah, I think Maybe. he already knew. I wish they'd said that then or something, because it's not a pretty ship. They were going to let you have a little bit of your own, like, discovery of the subtext, Chris. They didn't want to spell everything out. Tom is someone who saw that junked up pickup truck and was like, oh my god, I love it! I've heard of pickup trucks. In the 21st century, cowboys drove them a lot and wrote lots and lots of songs about them. If only we had a whoopee cushion. Oh my god, I was so annoyed by that line. That was the other episode, though. Oh, well, it was still a stupid line. It was a very stupid line, and I groaned hard. Chris was like, don't... Ancient don't... technology! <laughs> was it this one or the last one where they were needling Tuvok about his age? This one. What I said was, you know, they were like, what are you telling me? Vulcans are embarrassed about their age? It's like, no, they're not. But they know how much it pisses off humans when they mm-hmm. don't tell them. So that's why they don't. Yeah, actually, I thought that scene was okay. Oh, yeah, that was cute. It was kind of funny. It's a little weird that Tom knows exactly how many Ponfars he's had. That's strange. Why is that? Well, well, I don't know, because I don't think... I think Tom's looking at the medical records that he's not supposed to look at. I just don't think... They need to know when he's going off! (laughs) Like, Vulcans are such an enigma, because on one hand, they're extremely private. Oh, yeah. And, like, you don't find out about their families until literally you meet them you're under the you're under the siren spell of his brother or Or until they're made up decades later for a new series or that (laughs) or that they have ponfar until they've thrown soup all over chapel right exactly so like there's that side of things and then there's like the other side Uh. which is like the tmi side (laughs) yeah which is uh you know we're like well, I'm sure, like, Tuvok was showing his family album, like, this is my son. I had him on my fourth pawn far. Mm. And it's like, thanks, thanks, Tuvok. That's cool. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, once the pawn far rabbit was out of the hat in the TOS days, I'm like, well, fuck it. Might as well stop being private about it. I think, I think this is pawn far enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Accurate. The internet tells me that depending on what the the star date was, which I don't remember if they said or not, Tuvok would be 111 or 112. Which isn't that what Harry guessed 111? It is not. Did they say like 133? Yeah, he was high. Uh, didn't no, he was like 153 or something. Oh, oh I yeah. thought he said. And then Tom said, no, he's no more. He's 
Or one of them. I forget who was who now. I could swear there was an episode where Janeway wished Tuvok a happy birthday and was like, oh, you're getting close to triple digits. Or something like this. that. That was probably before they decided he was on the Excelsior. Maybe. So they had to retcon. I I remember a line like that. It's possible. She also might have just been fucking with him. Like, ha ha, it's 29 again, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. Also, again, eh? speaking speaking of subtlety, I'm sitting there, ah, Abaddon. I'm just like, isn't that a biblical demon? And yes, yes, it is. His name literally means doom. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> yeah, one of the, one of the uh, books in the Expanse series is called Abaddon's Gate. Huh. And it's actually about this junk dealer. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's, a, it's a Star Trek novel, you see. <laughs> Gotta say, everything really worked out for Voyager, though. They got Tom back. And they got to keep the beryllium. Yeah. Did they keep the beryllium? Well, they must have, because Abaddon exploded. Oh, no, they saved him, though, didn't Abaddon they? was fine. I, I forgot they brought him back. Never mind. And they, they cured they him of Alice's yeah, disease. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> and they stayed him off. Yeah, no, I guess That's he got, got to. got their beryllium sphere. Thank you. I was, damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> That's all I could think of when they named it. Don't yeah. get the reference. It's, uh, it's you do. the dilithium in Galaxy Quest, the beryllium sphere. Oh, God. That was the that was the whole fucking thing, thing in the movie, where they had to go to the planet and fight the Gorignac and yeah, yeah. Wow, I've, well, I, I've never had to get one of those characters on Star Trek Timelines. <laughs> uh, gone, gone. I straight up forgot that that was the point of the yeah. movie, too. Well, well, well the point, point of the once. movie was to fight Ceres. Yeah. The point of the movie was to get Tony Shalhoub laid. Mm. <laughs> well, success. But yeah, no, with the minute they called it Beryllium, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, Jake was so... I don't know what adjective to use. When Abaddon is talking to his version of Alice, mm. and she's basically telling him how she, how he never satisfied her. Yeah. And Jake was there. What were you? What, what, you, you said something hilarious, Jake. I don't remember. I don't. Remember you you basically said, "Oh no, she he never made her come." Yeah. And all this yeah. Basically, I mean that's what that like that was the that was the the hidden thing, not even the subtext. The text was uh, that. This is a sexual... Yeah, she says to Tom, I knew you'd be the one. No one's gotten me this close before. Yeah. I noted the same thing. And I was like, oh! Like, it's, it's overtly sexual. Oh, it's... that's what the explosion was. Oh. No. But uh. ultimately, she exploded by herself, which is the best way to do it if that's how you want to get it, ladies. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> get in this shot. Like, yeah, like the whole idea was that Abaddon did not have what it takes to get Alice to where she needs to go, if you know what I mean. The particle fountain. Yes. That's it. Oh, that sounds like a terrible euphemism, too. (laughs) I was going to say, does that mean she's a squirter? Oh, my God. But she don't want to... Ames is like, not on my Star Trek podcast. None of this content is releasable. Let's go back to my interpretation, because it's less gross. I, mean, I don't know. We that, don't know how many people care. There was so like heroin. so much of that. The lines like that. Yeah. The writers knew. They oh, knew. they yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish that like you know it's it's a complete mind controlled ship. I just wish there was one control on the dashboard and that you had to operate to make the ship go, and you just had to like twiddle it around. Oh fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> fuck you to death. Death by snooze. But the problem was, it was hidden in a little compartment, and Abaddon could never find it. <laughs> no, no, see, it's more appropriate if it's really obvious, but he still couldn't find it. 
I'm going to get us off this topic. Please. Somehow. You're getting us off? What did ah! you guys think of uh, the little outfit that Alice made for Tom? Oh, it was ugly as hell. Yeah, oh, it was terrible. It, was it, it, looked, really uh, it looked like a trash bag. It was like <laughs> hammer pants became a jumpsuit. <laughs> and then it had so many nipples. Oh, in uh, the weirdest places. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean it had nipples? Well, the, like little, the little little things for the, the little tubes yeah. you go into. Oh, yeah, right, there was right, it right, like right. on the upper chest area. Yes, yes. Yeah, and then there was like some weird there was some very weird jump cuts in this episode mm. between scenes and like I was unsure like, like there was a scene where that Tom walks into the cargo bay and he's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm Alice. And we don't see her at that point. And right, then, yeah, it zooms in on his face and then we go to commercial. And we go to commercial and then we come back to commercial and that's not followed up on. He's just working on the ship. Yeah, you're We're, right, you're and right. And like, it, just, it was just a weird... Was that the fade to black to suggest that that's the first time they bang? I actually missed the first time we saw her as a person. And then when I looked up again later from taking a note or something, she was there. I was like, wait, wait, she's here now? Just because, you know, I knew the synopsis of this episode. Yeah. I was like, oh, I missed her entrance. When did she first appear? Well, no, I don't know. You, did. you may not have because... She, just, she was just there and not was, explained. She was just, well, they... He, don't you just kind of catch her going around a corner yeah, the first time her, you see her? Yeah, you catch her from yeah, behind right. and then he, he walks into the... <laughs> You, the audience catches her from behind, and then he takes her from behind in the cargo bay. <laughs> That's the sound she makes. <laughs> no, the, he goes in the cargo bay, and then we have that awkward cut, and then it goes to the next scene, and it's like the montage scene. Hmm. But then there, there was another bit where, when he's like, yeah, nah, no thanks, lady, I, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> when they're in the turbo lift? I don't remember. Okay. It's but like... It might have been, and she's and and then it was like a jump cut to now he's in the cockpit and his jumpsuit's got the plugs on it because it mm-hmm. didn't always have the plugs. And yeah. then she's like, "Look, I upgraded your jumpsuit." I'm like, "How? You're just some, did he did like you did he black out? Maybe I mean that's the idea. Maybe he's she losing time. And like, that's did, why they do the weird some jump cuts. Fight club shit. But they didn't exactly. But they oh, didn't. They that'd didn't, be a good episode. <laughs> cap like they they used that idea for the jumpsuit. Like, okay, Tom must have did it himself under her influence but we didn't not see remembered that it? because he blacked out but that device isn't used elsewhere in the episode it's not an established like they should this use it thing. more if they were gonna if do they were gonna once. do that because otherwise it's just kind of left ambiguous and i'm not it just to me feels like maybe like they cut shit out of the script for time and yeah. there was a lot of weird pacing I, I thought the the ending line being very abrupt and strange so the ending line is um Belana's gotten him could go back to the ship or something and they're oh that'll never happen again honey and she says what about the delta flyer we're just friends end episode and i said ah oh, that's a terrible way to end an episode that's a bad line delivered badly cut horribly also cut to the delta flyer single tear yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> And that's to say, I mean, there's no way he didn't fuck the Delta Flyer. Oh, he absolutely did. What the hell is this episode? Uh, I also thought, so we get a, a big fight scene between Torres and Paris in the hallway at some point. Mm. One of the poorest acting jobs from the both of them that I have fucking seen. Mm. I'm going to blame the director because it just also looked wrong. Mm. Like, if you, or the editing, it could have been cut better. It just felt like the emotions were not there and then escalated in a sentence and then came back down it was very strange yeah yeah 
I will I do I will say though I did like that uh, there's a point where he's arguing with Alice in the hallway and there's two extras walking by and they're both looking at Tom like <laughs> uh, <laughs> you really think maybe they would have gone to anybody and said like I just saw the pilot screaming at air. You mean like how everybody does absolutely nothing to Gaius or whatever the fuck his name is in Babylon, uh, Battlestar Galactica? But everyone already just thinks he's a fucking weirdo. So they're just like, oh, You telling me that anybody on on board Voyager doesn't think Tom's a fucking weirdo? Yeah, say, like how, like... He's a, he's a obsessed with the past weirdo, not a shouts at the air But here's the thing, if you're a crew member on Voyager and you're expected to report every time somebody's (laughs) talking to nothing... (laughs) I mean, here's the thing, it just, it does feel like in Starfleet... Even the slightest deviation from normal, just to be careful, just scan them real quick. Just make sure, because people are getting taken over all the fucking time by aliens well, and think robots about, and And think about all those psychological and... tests they had to go through to get in. Yeah, Wesley watching, got... watching Wesley's friend die. Yeah, and then never checking up on them again, apparently. Yeah, yeah. The psych oh, test, yeah, where it's yeah. like where you expect that you're going to have to take a test, and then they're like, psych! <laughs> We're yeah, just it's like, actually, you. you were fine, but we've just given you some PTSD. We just figured we'd save ourselves the trouble later. Have fun with that. Occasionally, it breaks people, looks Yay. at Barkley. Oh, how did he make it into Starfleet? Well, again, I, I maintain that he was perfectly normal, and whatever they did in the psych test cracked him, but and the that psych would later test break. Is, but the psych test is how you get into Starfleet. Well, yeah, I didn't, again, it, it caused a, 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 a fracture that would oh, later... Oh, it just took a while. Yep, yep. Okay, here's a, here's a question. No one other than maybe Tom? Question mark? Checked that this neurological interface thing was safe? Yeah, you really think that would have been uh, he, required? Because he, he tells someone, I think it's seven. seven, yeah, who, who, who offers to like look into it. And like, I don't know is, why she didn't already. Table flip. She's like, this is kind of my jam. I know this better than anyone. He says, nope, I've already checked and it is fine. He's like, well, you go to hell and you checked. die. How do you know, Tom? <laughs> well, she told me. Who? <laughs> <laughs> and then Janeway doesn't seem to know any of this has been going on. Yeah, was she even in this episode? Well, yeah, well, because Barely. It, because it just seems like this was a Tom project that Chakotay just said, okay, fuck it, I'll keep him, I'll make him happy. And buy what, him what, what else could go wrong? Yeah. Oh, also, what the fuck? We have a full complement of shuttles. How? The vehicle, the vehicle <laughs> printer. The We've vehicle, seen the them ve- in Prodigy the, the all over the place. replicator. Every ship's got one. Fucking stupid line. They build more. They never said they haven't built more. Yeah, that's fucking Vork's job now. That's why we don't see him anymore. Thank he's, God. He's, he just he works the assembly line. Him and him and Kerry. That's why we barely see Kerry as well. They're just like, oh God, they need another fucking shit. Jesus Christ. I like the little story we got about Neelix's shuttle, the back Yeah, that was nice. I like the idea of let's go on a double date with our shuttles, and I yeah. thought that was very cute. It was. <laughs> I, one thing, another like just kind of random weird thing though, is the 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 greeting card from Naomi at the end drawn oh, yeah. poorly, like, well, yeah, like poorly. a child, not like, like a child, like an like, adult imitating how a child that, draws. It also feels like it came out of nowhere. Like, true, Naomi true. wasn't in the episode; she wasn't mentioned in the episode. Yeah. And, and then, well, like, but she's the resident child. Yeah, but why didn't she? Why didn't they just get the actress in to hand them the card? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, why is it child wrangling is is a big pain in the I neck. guess, but then why even fucking bother with it? Why yeah, not just good. have it be from Neelix? They needed yeah. exactly three seconds extra. And hey, this is from Naomi Wildman. Did yeah, it. I guess so. It's to remind you she's there without having to go through the 
I'm sure immense rigmarole you have to go through to legally have a child on set. There is, yeah, it's a, there's a lot of pain in the neck because yeah. you have to have, oh, it, there's like very strict time very. limits they can be doing anything during. Yeah, don't they also have to have like tutoring services? All sorts of all stuff, yeah. Things. And in her case too, like there's only one of her. They don't have the twin backup like some shows do where that gives them more time because they can swap them out. And they're saving her time for seven, which is the only time it's acceptable really to use Manly. Yeah, yeah fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I also, just any time you see what what is supposed to pass as, oh, a little kid drew this, they're never yeah. in the style that little, little kids draw. They're always too geometrically perfect. Well, they're, they're too, they're both too good and too bad. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like, not, it's not the right kind of bad. Yeah. Plus, because the thing is, a seven-year-old drawing a picture of a person is unrecognizable as a human. <laughs> a seven-year-old or the art? <laughs> this is why we love nice. I also feel like if if anyone is maybe gonna be a little preternaturally good at art, it's maybe her. Just cause like she's being raised by still, computers. But it's still in the child type. That's what I mean though. That's that's why you're kind of right. It doesn't make sense either way. It should either be worse or way better. Or done by or she programmed it the a computer to do it or something. Did they really just not have like Someone on the staff, like, could you have your kid draw this? Here's the thing, I was right? Just that too. Since make sure since you don't get Bellana's eyes. We already talked about how the the ship's interface is similar to the thing in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we know that the game was Katarian technology. Oh, Naomi Wildman's half Katarian, mm. so if she was in this episode, maybe she could have fucking helped them because she would yeah. she would have had the innate knowledge of like, oh. My people use this shit. She's never met her father. <laughs> That's true. She could have just... You but, know, she's the, but she's the child genius she of the show. She could have saved the she's day. She's not that bad a child genius. No, I know. She could, she could have saved the day by ramming her spikes into some kind of interface. <laughs> yes. Turns out those... It turned, That's the thing they don't mention. Her forehead and those spikes are actually like basically adamantium. And if she headbutts you, you are going to be very sad. Mm. So she headbutts Alice to death. The ship. You know, she's like... <laughs> She's like that fucking rhino helmet from Kid Chameleon. Yeah, there's a deep cut. I have no idea what you're talking about. Weird old Sega what game. If, like, like teenagers on that planet decorate their spikes. It's oh hell yeah! Of, I bet they paint like, them. I wonder, if there, I wonder if there's like like punk ones that have like metal caps <laughs> to go on them. Yeah, I bet they do. Stick a little clown nose on each one. There you go. Ha- having a nap, you can hang a "Do Not Disturb" sign off of one of them. <laughs> Or several little little ones off of all of them. <laughs> Fuck off, you bastard. I'm asleep. Here's the thing. <laughs> Unless they grow back, every like everybody would have broken ones mm. by the time they were like five. Because yeah, yeah. you whack your head on shit all the time. Mm. Mm. Well, that's why they Low be, ceiling? Psh, gone. Or they gotta be really strong. Yeah. Mm. Or really strong. Whack your head on the ceiling? The ceiling's gone. Yeah. yeah. Oops. If you jump and you hit your head on the ceiling, you just stick there. You stick there. (laughs) (laughs) Never bring Katarian children to a trampoline park. This is why they they caution her not to jump on her bed. If they can't play soccer, they can't can't headbutt the ball. (laughs) And that volleyball's out, too. I mean, fuck. We also know that, like, just Klingons can't play soccer, because if they headbutt somebody, they fucking die. Yeah. Yeah. That is how Worf killed that yeah, kid, right? It is how Worf yeah, killed that he kid. He did kill that kid. That's such a sad episode. <laughs> I have issues because I murdered a child. It was an accident. Wait, was that the Ryza episode, though? Might have Is been? it also the Ryza? What? 
Did we get, like, the best insight into Worf in the whole goddamn show, and it was in that piece of shit episode? I don't remember thinking... I don't remember being the same episode. I just suddenly... Well, when else has he had to explain why he's such a piece of shit? That's true. It might It might be. I just, like... Hmm. I kind well, of... Well, Ames, what do you say? Suppress that know. episode. Uh, just yeah, it's how shitty the... mostly bad. For the best. I have rewatched... I have rewatched that and Profit and Lace now. Oh, oh I you didn't pass Profit and Lace? No, she's How does committed. it hold up the second time? Wow, it sure is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure is bad. And I find how was how was distant voices? Oh, is that the Julian one? That's mm-hmm. the Julian. That's one. the segue into the activity. Thank you, Jake. Jake found the segue. Yeah. Uh, so this week, this week, speaking of uh, Julian's weird coma dream, dream, we saw dream, dream, oh, dream. Gosh, dream episodes. Here's here's what we're talking about today. Because we saw some doctor stuff earlier that, that I allowed to, us to talk about. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> a lot. We talked about it a we lot. Did. I was going to say, remember at the beginning, we were like, oh, this will be a short episode. Her, 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 no, not. Ames had too much. Uh, no, we too all many did. Things to too much did. bile. Uh, speaking of bile, oh boy, dreams. I hate most dream episodes. Let's talk about them now. Who's got a first contender? Inner light. That's a good one. I was, I was actually brought, glad you brought that up because I was going to say, do we want to count something like Distant Voices, which is a coma dream? If so, we got to count the inner light. Or even, I feel like even the uh, the Tinker Tanner Doctor Spy isn't technically a dream because it's a daydream, which is different. What about the one where, oh, when Troy's being mind raped? Gotta narrow it Violations. down. Violations. Violations. That one sucks. That one's bad. That one's a... What happens in that one? I can't remember. Oh, God. The guy with the triangle costume who can help people unlock memories decides... He, he just sometimes destroys people's minds. Troy oh. goes into a coma where she dreams that she's being assaulted by Riker. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. Bev oh. goes into a coma in which she dreams that she's, she's being assaulted by Riker. Also true. Uh, in which she sees Jack rise from the dead or yeah, something Yeah, okay, that fucking episode. A trash uh, episode. Yeah, a lot of awful things happen because uh, this uh, guy if, needs to mind rape you. If we're counting comas, shades of gray. Yep, Shades of Grey. That's a dream episode. 100%. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's, didn't think of Shades of Grey. Of course not. It's a terrible episode. It's a fucking clip show. I mean, the thing about it, and I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a good episode, but to get, to defend it in the slight, the slightest, more than, more than it deserves. Sure. For a clip show, it has a decent amount of setup. Because I was watching it not too long ago, and it's, it takes a long time before we get to the clip show. Because hmm. there's a... There, it's like... And we should probably, I bet if you listened to our episode on it, we would have remarked on the same thing. Like, you expect a clip show is going to be like 30 seconds of setup into the clip. <laughs> Remember that time we. Yeah. yeah. Like the Simpsons clip it show. It takes, like, there's a, there's, there's, there's a potential setup to an okay episode until we get to the dream sequences. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually think the rapper and the kind of like rationality for why this is a clip show is clever. It's still a terrible idea and they shouldn't have done it. Oh, yeah. Like, they should have just given them a, a, a money for this fucking show. Well, wasn't it the writer's strike, too? That oh, probably. Maybe, yeah. That I think that might have been part of it. Yeah, but I remember them running out of money and the producers saying, you have this much money left. You can only use three sets. Please don't use any new characters because we can't pay them. But we will give you this cool mind drill <laughs> prop. The best clip show ever is 
Clerks the cartoon. I knew you were gonna say that. Oh, I remember. Isn't it like the second episode? It's the second episode. Oh, right. And there's is it? Do they make up shit? That yeah, I think they eventually start just making shit up. Is yeah. that the deadly Motaba virus one, or is that a different episode? No, that's I think the third episode. Um, Don't quote me. Yeah, there's a Hoth clever Hulk. always sunny always Philadelphia sunny episode, clip yeah. show in which the the. the characters are just reliving memories and then they start because their memories are so faulty <laughs> they start just having memories that didn't actually happen and they're like nice. that's, not, that's not what happened why are you in your own dream looking into a window at one point they just they're like oh remember that time and then and then they're remembering they restate like they went through great lengths to rebuild the set from seinfeld and did just straight up yes. a scene from seinfeld <laughs> With the actors from Always Sunny, and then afterward, they're like, "Wait, that was just an episode of Seinfeld. That didn't happen to us." That's awesome. <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, how did we all remember it together?" <laughs> uh, well, the mind is a very uh, trickable thing. Anyway, um, um, which is why the death penalty shouldn't exist, probably because probably. yeah. Speaking of Deanna Troy dreaming, I'm going to throw out Night Terrors. Yeah, you mm. are. Is that the one where she's like, I can't find you? Yeah. Because yeah. I was trying to think if that was those, the same as that other episode. There was other one. aliens that, there yeah. were aliens that could only communicate through dreams. But but only Deanna could dream. Everyone else could no longer yeah. reach REM space. Everyone else had insomnia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and that was the same episode. Yeah, it, it's such a discombobulated mess of an episode. Yeah. Wow, that fucking episode. Now, uh, that was, Oh, I was going to say, oh. here's, here's a not a dream episode, but you think it's a dream episode. Schisms. Mm. What's that? Oh, yeah. Riker. Draw, make me a table. No, oh. another table. Oh, there's the exact table. Yeah. I was going to say, um, Riker in the Madhouse is sort of oh, not actually mind. dreams, but they're like sort of induced. So maybe. I, think, yeah. I think frame of mind might count, though. Okay. I think that might count. I, I don't know. Since cause... we're counting a lot of these other ones. Oh, Caitlin wants to go. Let Caitlin go. I was going to say, if you want to talk about an episode where Troy's dreams really came true, that's when the second Riker shows up and she gets (laughs) the Riker sandwich. Actually, the really irritating thing about trying to find dream and nightmare episodes in Memory Alpha is just doing a search for the nightmare page. Mm. It lists times that people just used the word nightmare like oh man it sure was a nightmare when that happened and i was like oh my god this whole article is useless so what about oh god no you first nope it's gone (laughs) sorry no no it's okay i'm a goldfish do we count o'brien's prison hard time that's exactly what i was thinking of thank you i think that's why i stopped i had a feeling maybe you were that's why i lost it because you fucking took it out of my head you want to count hard time i think so that's a good episode well i mean he's definitely like in stasis and it's definitely only in his head so that Mm. seems like the definition of dream i'm gonna say far beyond the stars oh that is a prophet vision we don't know no no which one vision is in the sand is a prophet vision. Far beyond the stars is Cisco has like a stroke and is having a, like a coma dream. I always un- understood that as the prophets giving that to him. I mean, it might be, but then that's the same thing as hard time, right? Because that's the aliens gave giving him. A... Oh, wait is is that the one where he's a right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I was just like, what about the one where he's a writer? <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, well, in that case, the thaw was basically another coma dream. Yeah. Which one's the That's thaw? That's the again? one with Michael McKean. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. counts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gross, and the fucking clowns and yeah. shit. Oh, I hate that episode. Oh, um... Did I hate that episode? 
I, I feel so. like I hated it's that It's not episode. great, but it's not the worst. I don't know why well, Michael hated that episode. Good, but it's just so. it's clowns. Yeah, clowns. Wait, shit! That sparked a thought, and now it's gone. It'll come back. Cause, cause oh, okay, got it. Get, get it. Uh, the the sleepy aliens, the sleepy time aliens that that Chakotay has to yeah, save everyone from waking, the moon. Waking moments. Sleepy time aliens. <laughs> that makes them that makes them sound like benign. Like they bring you tea when you have insomnia. Yum, here's some melatonin tea for you. <laughs> Would you like some honey? Yes. Um, what, would we count the one where um, Julian and O'Brien go into Sloane's dreams? Not really dreams. If I mean, we're, they, I they feel go like we, into his mind. I feel like, ba- like based on, I don't know, based That's on the criteria we've established, one. like, maybe? I don't know. I That episode, I wish it didn't fucking exist. Mm. Extreme measures, Jesus Christ. I don't know, because I don't... I don't remember how they got in there. They, Sloane's in a coma. Sloan. They so they know they're in there. They had to link. They had to link up to his brain. Like they, they had to go into. They they had to dream. Yeah. With their brains okay. linked to his brain. Sure, I'll I'll count it. But Jesus Christ, I hate that it was, episode it was pretty so dumb. much. Okay, what about Inception? What about it? I like Inception. We Wait, that's not a Star Trek episode. Okay, the reason, the, one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this this blog activity this week so, was so that I could shit more on phantasms, mm. uh, which is the one where like Troy is a cake and Bev is drinking. Riker's oh my brain god, that fucking is that episode! Is that we're having a cake with uh, something peptide? Some kind of peptide, yeah, mint, mint peptide mint frosting. Yeah, yeah. and it's peptide. just. Random fucking shit, yeah. and I Plus, fucking Tom Petty hate already it. did it. We've already eaten a girl cake, and, and that it was, was a much it. better cake. It was. I don't even remember. Like, aside from the stupid dreams, I don't even remember what the point was. What was causing it? What... Aliens. There was an alien, sure. alien sucking yeah. on everyone's head, and only oh. only Data could see it, but he didn't know how to interpret it. So he interpreted it in his dreams as these fucking oh the paintings. Of shit. What was this? this? The one where he was doing weird paintings? No, 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 no that's, that's a birth, different that's one. Birthright Part One, oh, which yeah, I guess. Great. Also counts. It yeah, does. Of course, it does. Yeah. Definitely. His, his dream. I don't remember anything in. about it aside from he, the paintings. He he, lear- he finds out how to activate his dream program with the help of uh, LaForge and Bashir and Doctor Soong. Well, no, that's Birthright. Not oh, are you yeah. talking about Birthright or Phantasms? Both. The one with the, one with the birds. I don't know. <laughs> the one with the birds is Birthright. I'm talking about the one with the paintings. Yeah, where he paint where he's painting his dreams. He's painting some birds and his. And they're all pictures of his dad. And Spot is the captain. And Spot is the captain. <laughs> and it's because Dr. Soong had given him the ability to dream, but he had to achieve a certain level of sentience before it would Yeah, activate. once you reach level 50, yeah, dream unlocked. You unlock dreaming. dreaming. Unlocked, yeah. I think you mean uh, Shap. But you can only dream of birds. Shap 50. And, and uh, there was like his dad as a, as a blacksmith. And yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's another. Is that really a, is that a fucking Alan Moraine? Yeah, it is. Oh, but that's not a no. dream. That's not a dream. They're, they're no, in a holodeck. That's a yeah, holodeck. Yeah, because that's not a dream. It's a fucking nightmare. Okay, I got one. Debatably, tapestry, because at the end of the episode, he's not sure if it was actually Q, or Ooh. if uh, if he uh, or if or if he just had like a d- dying dream. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> John Luke Pickard? That's that one, right? Yep. yep. Great. 
Okay, one of my one of our favorites from a while ago is in Deep Space Nine, business as usual, when Quark becomes a weapons dealer, and the dream, the guilt-ridden dream he has, with O'Brien screaming in his face, You killed my baby! You killed my baby! <laughs> I forgot about and that. And I love that so much. It's one of the few good uses of a dream I'll allow. Um, well, speaking of Quark, what's, the, what's that one where he dreams that, the Rom, that Rom is the Nagus? Oh, what one is that? In the best foreshadowing ever? Yeah. <laughs> When I was like, dude, why would Rob ever be the Nagus? Oh my god, that was as bad as the time with Star Trek Five. but I had to wait to... a year for the payoff. He was trying to cheat somebody. Well, that doesn't well, that narrow, that down. Down. Yeah, like... No, he was trying to <laughs> cheat his own death because Brunt... Oh, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a messy wait, episode. Is that the one where Brunt, like... Paid for his remains. Yes. I yeah, think I think one. it might have been actually. I forget so the what one it's where called. he was asking Garrick to murder him. What's that episode yeah. where he wants Garrick to murder him? That was the one with Brunt. I just can't remember the title. <sighs> some dumb bullshit. Yeah, some very dumb bullshit. Yeah, that was a stupid dream though. That was I've come one. to collect. Fucking Brunt, you damn dumb teeth. Well, yeah, it's, well, it's because Quark gets bad medical advice. Somebody yeah, yeah, he's he, he's got like. Ferengi death disease. Yeah. But then, <laughs> no, good news, you're you're not going to die. That's great. I can sue him for malpractice. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, I'll look it up. I'll probably put it on the Tumblr because I've forgotten the title of that one too. Would you guys count Coda, the one where Janeway talks to Ghost Dad? Ghost Dad. Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Because he definitely, he's able to access her mind because she's on the brink of death. So it's... You know, a dying dream. Yeah, it's another one of those coma dreams. Like, here's another coma dream kind of a thing. Dark Page, the one with Luwaxana reliving the memory of her dead daughter. Yeah, Yeah, that would count. Not a good episode, but it would count. There's a wolf. There is. Oh, he's a pretty wolf. He's a good boy. Good puppy. (laughs) Love Um, you. How about the Discovery episode where they have to go into the Kelpian kid's dream to uh, prevent the... Him from uh, wasn't that a burn. holodeck? I thought it was a dream. I don't. I I I forget a lot of what happened. season was that. Was the three. most yeah, season Third. three. I liked that, but was was it a, his dream? I, I don't remember. remember. I, I remember. think it was. I thought it was a dream, but you I might, thought it, might it, been, was a it might have been a holodeck. You might, but he had been in there for like years. I thought it was like he was in stasis or something. No, because I think what it was is he was the lone survivor and the ship like just had... This he is was why being, I don't he, like He was discovery. being raised by a hologram. Yeah. I don't think he was like in stasis. I oh, think he was just okay. on his own. Doug Jones didn't have to sit in the makeup chair for three days. He was probably thrilled. Oh, he looks great. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, a lot of... Because he was have been all pushing 60 in that. He's like 60-something now. Doug well, Jones the, looks the incredible. Fucking, the guy playing the other Kelpian and that's like even older. Was he? Yeah. Sukal? Yeah. Dang. He's the father in the Jim Carrey Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I think I told you at the time. Maybe you did. Other things we haven't seen yet, though, but the rest of us at the table has seen before. So I don't think these are mild spoilers because, meh, fuck it. Yeah, we already spoiled some stuff. I'm going to put tags on this Uh, one. Star Trek Picard. Picard dreams of Data and how much he loves Data, and I love it. That was a nice one. One of few good things from Picard. And actually, that's in the fucking trailers even, so... Well, that's a great. That I hope that's the the name of the finale of Picard, the final episode. A few good things. 
Body parts. That was the episode. Thank you, Chris. With oh, the yeah. dream. Yep, you're is that right. the one where Data's oh. head is in a cave? No, no that's, that's not. That's not Arrow Two or something. That's not Breck that. L- list of known Ferengi Grand Nagai, which I hate. Oh, I don't like that. Gint. It makes Smeet. it makes sense though, because that's the Gint Smeet Zek Quark briefly Brunt acting Rom. Acting Grand Nagai. What was it? Gint? Gint. That seems like a swear word. That's the first Grand Nagus, apparently. Doesn't it are Ah, you bloody gint! We are getting into so many tangents and it sounds like git. It does sound like git. The other Picard example that I that I had from a list I read. Soji dreams of being a doll and that's how she comes to figure out that everything is fucking wrong. Sure. I don't remember that scene, but okay. Yep. It was a good scene, I remember. And then a bunch of Voyager things in one where Seven is alone on the ship going uh, out of her mind. Is that yep, is yep. that a dream or is that just her going out of her mind? She has a specific dream of being in an Arctic wasteland and the CG looked terrible. I remember that. That yeah. was a dream. Okay. That, that, part, was, that, was, that was part was a dream. The rest, who the was fuck? She, she just hallucinated. Yeah, a lot of the rest I would say were just hallucinations. If, which, we, if we opened up hallucinations, we'd be here for fucking days. Well, because then we'd also have to include like... Prophet visions? No, I was going to say fucking spirit visions or whatever. Spirit visions. Spirit whatever. Yeah, vision fucking, quest. Vision quest, thank you. With there, haven't been, there haven't been that many of those, though. There have been a ton been too of many. Yeah, experiences. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other Voyagers coming up. There's a bunch of, uh, there's a couple Enterprise coming up. Uh, I, I watched one. I watched Shuttlepod 1 recently for one of the other blogtivities. And there's a very stupid dream in which we objectify to Paul because, of course, we fucking do. What's to Paul? The lady. The Vulcan. The Vulcan. Uh, and the last one on my list, unless you guys have more to add, first contact. Picard dreams of have been, having been. Oh yeah, the that's true. He does. Oh yes, yes, yeah. What was the deal with the episode of Strange New Worlds where Mbenga has to... That is an alien doing Influence. That's an thing, alien thing, yeah. okay. Yeah, Strange New Worlds, I don't think it has any... Does Prodigy? You think it would, but I don't think it does. I don't think I saw... I don't think Prodigy did. I don't think... If Lower Decks did, I can't think of any. T-A-S? I, there are none on this list from TOS or I didn't, you know I didn't think TOS, TOS did. TOS somehow, despite being the campier show, never went dream. Good. That's strange. Good for them. I mean, well, yeah, because are they, good, but because they did parallel development instead of they dream. Did. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to dream. You just go. You, yeah, you just fucking go to Nazi planet, yeah. or you or you go back in time through the Guardian. So yeah. You don't have to dream about. You don't have a holodeck. You have the actual fucking thing for reasons. Yeah. Those are the ones I could think of. If there are any others, you might find them over on our Tumblr. SSHPodcast.com. Dot com. Dot com. I wish that wasn't a thing. <laughs> What's that even from? Yahoo! Is it a Yahoo thing? No, no. Dot com is uh, Expedia. Oh, right. They're just yeah. giving them constant free advertising. No, they don't exist anymore? We agreed that we weren't going to oh, tell them shit. about the money from Expedia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do still exist. Okay. I used them recently for the doctor's travel. Oh. Yes. VMH? He's traveling here? He is. Yay. Well, speaking of other dot-coms, I hope you're following us over on SoundCloud.com or whatever podcasting application you use. There's fucking tons of them. There's you a... found us once, you can do it again. Yeah, do the use a Google, mm. use an Apple... Eat an apple. Do the thing. Shoot your pants. Um, listen to all the other episodes. Next week we're back with a new one. <gasps> uh, it's going to be another Voyager. 
We're in Voyager Season 6. Our next episodes are going to be Riddles and Dragon's Teeth. But I'm going to be introing that one, so maybe skip it. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Don't skip it. It'll be a good time. Uh, We'll be here doing that. Uh, We'll have more blog activities. Like I said, they're on the Tumblr. Catch up on all the great stuff on the Tumblr. It's been a lot of fun writing up new things, finding stream grabs, doing that. We're on Facebook and Twitter. It's fine. That's fucking it. I dreamed that this was Ames. This is Caitlin. Ooh, I'm a ghost for some reason. That's Jake. (laughs) And am I a dream? Or am I a holodeck malfunction? This is Chris. Um, a nightmare. Aww. Aww, wow. <laughs> Damn. Now that you're recording, just so it's on the record, you don't have to put this in the episode, but just so it's on the record, we were watching last uh, couple weeks ago on the Star Trek Pluto TV channel, they were playing Conspiracy. Oh, yeah. And I was lamenting how, like, it's not a great episode, but no. it's, it's like an aborted plot line. That yeah. It could have been interesting if they brought it back. More like in aborted. The spirit, in, the, in, the, in the spirit of the Darth Maul, my prediction for Picard Season 3 is the alien menace is somehow related to, if not exactly, the fucking neck bugs from Conspiracy. I'm not going to lie, Jake. I was thinking this the other day. Uh, I hope not, because there's already way too much going on in that season, and it hasn't even started yet. What, what do you mean? At time of recording. It's, it's not overwhelming with Moriarty and, and Lore and Frau Farbissina and Radish Boy slash Clone of Renee. Wait, definitely what? Clone of Renee. Calling it now. <laughs> I mean, Radish Boy I'm just excited is to the see meme Worf. answer, but I'll go with Radish Boy. Worf has ears for the first time. Mm. Are they sexy ears? Well, yes. Because they styled oh, his hair. Different. Presumably, he always had ears. We just couldn't see them. We there was never proof. No, that there were ears. There's their new ears. I mean, we've seen other Klingons with ears. So well, our assumption is that like Worf lost his in a tar. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. If we assumed that every Klingon was representative of Worf, I mean, we've seen Klingons that have great children. You <laughs> <laughs> can't say that shit about Worf. Just kidding. Alexander was alright at the end. I like, I like DS9 Alexander. Yeah, Al- adult Alexander was all right. Like, you fucked me up, Dad, Alexander. But not really far adult Alexander. Yeah, just, don't just, think about it too hard. Just young adult Alexander. Oh, but now I'm so clumsy and I just drop plates wherever I go. That's oh, boy. way better than annoying child That's Alexander. fair. I mean... Dropping fair. plates wherever he goes, Alexander, is relatable AF, as the kids say. Doing my own dental surgery is better than... It's, it's <laughs> child Alexander. Like, Alexander, like... <laughs> Worf lived with his parents mm-hmm. on Earth for a very long time. Alexander lived with the parents on Earth for probably less time. Mm-hmm. Yet Alexander goes by Alexander Roshenko, and Worf does not. Worf never adopted his human parents' name. Huh. That's true. That's true. That's because he didn't want to be son of Worf, because fuck, fuck you, yeah, dad. Well, that's go- like, Worf was proud of his father. Alexander is not. And his fucking and his father fucking brought dishonor so yeah. on his whole family so dishonor on you dishonor on your cow <laughs> Alexander the eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's a, a fucking Henry Janeway oh Alexander the Great br- 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 by fucking <laughs> skin of my balls get the fuck out of here all right let's get, let's get the room tone that's okay just so we have it on the record that's who i think's gonna be the big bad in henry janeway <laughs> henry janeway is gonna show up and put us all to sleep with his stupid <laughs> fucking stories <laughs>